So then we started writing originals at the beginning of 2019. We we're still going under the name of uh, Frontier. I was like, guys, let's let's book some studio time. Like we've never done that. Like let's just do it. And if it turns out cool and we want to release it, let's release it. So we recorded three songs in the spring, and then we're just like, oh, there's a lot of Frontiers out there. There's the Airlines. There's another band in Kentucky that was Frontier, which I think they also changed their name down the line. I saw on Instagram or something, and uh. So it's like, yeah, we came upon Holland Kings and that was the beginning of our original music. What is up? Welcome to the Sloppy Syndicate Show. We have Holland Kings in the green room. Uh, we are going to bring them on shortly, and we are going to let's rock this joy. And uh, pleasure your ear holes just a little bit, maybe make them a little moist, maybe give you an eargasm. Who knows? Uh, but without further ado, we got Brandon, Dave, and Max. So give them a round of applause for coming on the show today. How's it going, what Donnie? So hey. going pretty well. Um, pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, so do us a favor, uh, especially for the folks out in the future in the podcast. Uh, let us know who you are and what you play. I'm Brandon. I play guitar in Holland Kings and also collaborate in writing songs. Uh, Dave, play bass and also collaborate. Slap of the bass, man. <laughs> Slap of the bass. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Max. I uh, play guitar and sing for the band. And, uh, you know, the other guys sing as well. You guys forgot that. So <laughs> strong backup vocals for him. So Awesome. Uh, so based out of Cleveland, Ohio, uh, Max uh, recently became a Floridian. So uh, sorry, Max, we're full. Please go back. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I get but, that a uh, lot. Welcome to Florida. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, Holland Kings. How did the name form? So we were a cover band under a different name before in 2019, and we were just trying to come up with anything that was somewhat original and wasn't already taken. I mean, we had a, a million other names. Wait, Harry Shakespeare was one of them. I don't even remember yeah. the other ones. I think I just said Holland Kings, and they're like, yeah, that's that's not bad. Let's sit on that. You know, it's like you know, write it down, see how it looks phonetically and stuff, and just you know, all that. Yeah. I think so... Somebody was sick at the time too, so he was like, "Holland Kings," and we're like, "Are you saying Holland, like the country, or are you saying Holland?" It's like, you know, we're like, it doesn't have to mean anything, really. You know, they just make it unique. Yeah. And uh, so funny story with uh, the Sloppy Syndicate show. Um, I did. I Obviously, I go by White Trash Donnie because uh, I'm white trash. I live in a trailer and a uh, pretty trashy individual. But uh, <laughs> that's another story. But anyway, um, I was doing Trailer Talk Tuesdays and Trailer Talk Thursdays. Um, so I was doing two shows a week and uh, I wanted something more marketable uh, because, I mean, let's face it, Trailer Talk Tuesday, Trailer Talk Thursday. Probably wouldn't get a whole lot of bands on, you know, hey, do you want to come on Trailer Talk? And <laughs> I mean, I'd come on there. You know, with White Trash Donnie. So, uh, same thing. I was like, I want to keep it kind of within, like, where I'm trashy. So, I was like, well, Sloppy Saturday. Because primarily, I'm going to do shows on Saturday. And I'm like, no, nah, that yeah. doesn't have a jingle to it. And I just, like you guys were saying, I was 
sloppy syndicate. I'm like, oh, yep, that fits. And I ran with it. So there we are. I love the artwork, too. It's sick. Yeah, I was uh, very fortunate. Um, one of the, so this side, uh, the artist that did those uh, two there, well, three, you can't see the other one in the corner, but um, mm -hmm. that's one of his original pieces that he let me um, buy the rights to. Uh, once I saw it, I was like, yeah, I need that. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's super cool. cool. And I'm, I'm very art, like I'm very visual. So I like colorful stuff and I like, you know, you know, visual, anything that catches my eye um, sort of thing. So I'm the same way. I love art and love anything visual and stuff. Tattoo art. I really love too. Just I mean, I don't know how many dumb things I bought just because they look cool. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, I like it. I'll buy it. And then it just sits in the house. So, but uh, so when did the band form? The band formed um, 2019, right? I mean, like the original? The original started in, yeah, 2019. We started our cover band in 2017. It was under the name Frontier. We were just playing Queens of Stone Age, Eagles. Even country songs. I mean, we were all over the place. Brothers Osborne. We were just playing everything that we liked. So it was just like, okay, if we like it, let's play it. So, and, and then, uh, oh, sorry, um, so then we started writing originals at the beginning of 2019. We we're still going under the name of uh, Frontier. I was like, guys, let's let's book some studio time. Like we've never done that. Like let's just do it. And if it turns out cool and we want to release it, let's release it. So we recorded three songs in the spring, and then we're just like, oh, there's a lot of frontiers out there. There's the airlines. There's another band in Kentucky that was Frontier, which I think they also changed their name down the line. I saw on Instagram or something. And uh, so it's like, yeah, we came upon Holland Kings, and that was the beginning of our original music. Yeah, and uh, the first songs or first singles uh, came out in 2020, and that's Hold On and uh, Echoes of the Past. Uh, so Hold On. Uh, for the 2020 would be my top song. Uh, 2021, we go into Wicked Love and Last Man Standing. So I'm going to pick Wicked Love on that. All good songs, but those are my favorite for that uh, that time. And then 2021, we had the album uh, Into the Black, which uh, includes nine songs. And uh, Rock and Roll and Troublemaker, definitely two two bangers on there out of uh, you know the nine songs. Um, and you guys have a very very unique sound um very clean vocals very um almost classic rock vibe um is that what you guys are kind of shooting for because i mean the, the lyrics are just so crisp and clean and it, it just it flows so smooth um it's go ahead max yeah i was gonna say honestly with the, the vocals too i always picture myself like i want more rasp but i think it just came out that way and before we were kind of more country. So I had to like redevelop my voice because it was so like twangy on purpose. Even though I came from Midwest, I was not country at all. So I think it just kind of changed as the time went on. And also with the whole name change to Holland Kings, it was more like rock oriented. Um, and I think just from us, like we have so many different backgrounds, like classic rock. I mean, for me too, it's like you listen to like just so many different genres. I know Roy or maybe you're more alternative, things like that. So I think all those influences come into it. So it's not even that we're trying to go for a classic because I think honestly, we want to see ourselves as something more modern. Um, but I yeah. think maybe it kind of comes across that way. And especially some of the blues 
influences kind of, you know, work their way in there as well. So that's kind of my take on that. Yeah, you get, uh, you know, I mean, and you could, obviously, we know there's so many sub genre subcategories out there, but, um, you know, you could be categorized, categorized as Southern rock, uh, you know, a little bit of classic rock, you know, there is some bluesy, like you said in there. So, um, you know, very clean and it can be diverse as well. It's not, um, you know, soup, it's not heavy metal. It is a uh, good old class, you know, I don't want to say classic, but good old rock and roll. So. I appreciate that. And thank you for the kind words about all the songs and whatnot. Yeah. That's, that's awesome to hear. Uh, really appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, I'm a big music uh connoisseur i guess you could say i listen to all genres i i mean if i could just get paid to listen to music all day every day i mean i'd be a millionaire but uh that doesn't yeah. exist, right so but um i mean you guys had a massive 2021 with the the album uh huge uh spotify um numbers uh you guys played furnace fest um you know so kind of run us through 2021 and, and some of the huge accomplishments that you guys uh had with the new record uh, so 2021, we got to play Firewater Festival with, which is Whiskey Myers Festival. There, it was their first time putting it on because uh, COVID and whatnot. They're, I believe, 2020. They're supposed to do it, but couldn't. Um, yeah, and that was that was a huge highlight. Also, kind of a bummer because it rained during our right before our set. We're in the middle of Kansas City, and it's like, oh, it's not supposed to rain in October, September, and of course, it thunderstorms pours on us all our equipment and stuff so that kind of stunk but it was really cool to see all those major acts perform is just like like just learning just by seeing all that you know how yeah. they interact with the crowds and how they interact with as a band and their crew and the professionalism behind it and everything and still just having a great time uh what else highlight wise 2021 yeah right. and whiskey myers uh good you know, obviously good Texas bluegrass, Texas country. Oh, yeah. I love those guys. And they've gotten a, a huge following over the past couple of years. Uh, and a funny story, you know, not to cut you off, but um, we were at, uh, we have Rockville coming up uh, actually tomorrow. And uh, some days are like 70% chance of rain. So we're like, great. But um, welcome to Rockville. What was it? Three years ago, four years ago. I can't remember. It was in Jacksonville at the time. And uh, there was a tornado warning you know, a tornado had touched down not too far. Oh, no. and, um, literally, I mean, it didn't destroy the stage, but it literally ruined all the equipment, you know, the rain, all the equipment on the stage. And literally we had to run to, uh, there was a freeway like right by the venue and all of us had to just go like stand under the freeway until it passed. So that's oh. my funny uh, rainstorm story. So Holy shit, that's, that's a little more intense. Yeah, that's insane. Right? We just had to deal with a thunderstorm, <laughs> like kind of flash flood real quick and just hop on some, uh, golf carts and zoom back to the campsite that's yeah, good old florida weather for you <laughs> hurricane for 10 minutes and then maybe a tornado and then you're good <laughs> then sunshine get yeah. back up there i don't know max yeah, so. what are some highlights for you for 2021 i don't know why but it's so hard for me to look back right now like just even going back i can't remember what was 2020 and what was 2021 <laughs> honestly right. i think the fact was that you know COVID hit and it was just fun even if we were playing our you know local gigs at some of the places we we readily or always played honestly i think it just became more fun because we were there with people in the community our friends family other bands and i think it just made it 
I guess more surreal in a way just even playing a small stage could be like you know the biggest highlight too so I don't know that was great um we pretty much I left Ohio right after um the big festival we played Firewater so obviously I think that was the highlight as well just like kind of sending it off on a good note and uh, we actually have a gig coming up in June in Ohio so I'm just really looking forward to that now because um it's been a while since we played so um yeah yeah it's nice everything is finally coming back yeah uh, after such a long time it's uh, a little know, less a little less anxiety playing out too you know you don't have to worry right. so much about getting sick and getting other people sick and all that stuff so yeah, it's been a long two years for sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think that was I mean, a big part of 2021, at least for me, was like any opportunity we had that still was on to play, you know, it was awesome because we actually had we had a couple big shows lined up that got canceled and everything else. And, you know, you you get so hyped up for it. And then there's, you know, COVID happens and you can't do anything about it. And that you know there's kind of an emotional roller coaster with it so i think just those opportunities we did have to play you know it makes those that much more special right and and now we i don't think we'll take it for granted you know going forward that oh yeah you know, we can go to shows and we can you know live music and different things like that you know so with the the whole um you know, the quarantine and things like that. Florida was a little more lenient than, you know, most of the country, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, we still had our lockdowns and different things like that. And honestly, like I would sit and just listen to music and, you know, that probably helped so many people get through uh, the pandemic. And, you know, I know there were a lot of bands at the time doing, you know, like concerts on Twitch and, you know, just a stream and, and different things like that. So it was kind of cool to see an unfortunate circumstance and the way bands and, and, and other uh, folks adapted to that and, and, you know, played a show on Twitch or Facebook or, you know, they just, they made it happen and uh, made us really realize how much uh, we need music probably and how much we really do love music. Absolutely. Yeah. And sure. yeah, with COVID, like, I think that was kind of right at the beginning is kind of when we decided it's like, let's make an album. Um, we had released Hold On uh right at the beginning of it too and for me personally i had lost my mom right at the beginning and actually the same day hold on came out so like i was going through a lot and uh i just kind of buried myself into writing music and leaning on these guys and my fiance and family and stuff so music definitely got me through it well condolences on that and uh you know, yeah, music uh music gets us through a lot uh, i think a lot more i think we realized that a lot more actually you know, with the current events. Um, so you guys uh, were on walk, not welcome to Rockville. Sorry, I'm already checked out. I'm ready to go to Rockville, dang it. But uh, no, so you guys were, um, you know, 2021, you did Battle of the Bands uh, with Danny Wimmer Presents, uh, Space Zebra Show. Um, you know, you did the uh, Firewater Fest with Whiskey Myers. Uh, your album was hugely popular, great numbers, um, you know, on the Spotify, Apple Music, things like that. So with 2022 rolling around, uh, what are we, May? Yep. Yeah. So with May, uh, I mean, we're a quarter in roughly. Uh, what are your plans to um, keep excelling in 2022? So like Max mentioned before, we're playing uh, the Winchester in Cleveland, uh, June 3rd with Dive Bombs, a local band. And then 
another man, Southbound Beretta, who are out of Indiana. They're a great band, too. Dive Bombs as well. Fantastic band. Good friends of ours. Um, and then in July, we're playing a festival up here. We're playing, I don't think we're headlining, but we're like right before the headliners. We're like a 7 p.m. slot. So a good slot, and it'll be a great time. And then just keep trying to book shows throughout the year and start working on album number two or EP. No set in stone plans in terms of what it'll be. It could be a single EP album. Not sure at this point, but yeah, just get the ball rolling with uh, new music. Well, I need like I need a date. <laughs> like when, when when are we releasing new music no i'm just but, um, you know so look forward folks look forward in the future to holland kings uh, they have plenty of music out uh at the moment so that will keep you occupied until they drop some new music and um you will not regret it for sure uh you might have an eargasm or two so <laughs> Uh, go give them a follow. Go give them a uh, go check them out. Um, so where can we actually find you guys? Where can we support you? Do you guys have merch, uh, vinyl, CDs, cassettes, anything we can purchase? Uh, I think we're working on getting some shirts out. Uh, we've been talking about designs a little bit the last couple weeks. So um, that's definitely in the works. Um, I don't know. We've tossed around the idea of vinyl and stuff like that, but you have to have a pretty good uh, pre-order to make it really worth it. Absolutely. Uh, so we've tossed that around, uh, but the merch as far as shirts and stuff, that that stuff's going to be coming out. Yeah, we'll be uploading that to our website at hollandkings.com. You can find us at Holland Kings on Facebook, Holland Kings on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch even. We have a... Holland King's Twitch, we haven't done anything with it, really, besides, you know, the Danny Wimmer stuff, just chatting with everybody else on that live stream. Yeah, um, and Twitch is a whole new animal. I'm, I'm trying to learn Twitch, and I'm just like, I'm not tech, for one, I'm not tech savvy. Two, I'm not the smartest, I'm not the brightest crayon in the box. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it has taken me a little more time than it probably should to learn Twitch, but slowly learning it. Yeah, uh, Twitch is new to me as well. I kind of run the Holland Kings account on that. So uh, the way I even discovered Danny Wimmer and the Battle of the Bands was, I think, one Sunday. I was just uh, bored, and I was like, oh, Johnny Stevens from Highly, Highly Suspect is live streaming. And then Danny Wimmer Presents was in my corner or whatever of like live channels, and I clicked on it. I was like, because I knew who they were. Like They put on those huge festivals, and we have tried you know book them before when you know pre-covid and whatnot so i was just like oh okay and then i saw all this like battle of the band stuff i'm like oh shit like fuck i need to submit us like why not right absolutely it's, to my surprise because you know a lot of the music on there is heavier than our sound and you know i was like oh they might like us they might hate us whatever who cares and uh yeah it was a pretty positive reception from uh bobby amanda and josh and jake and whatnot yeah so. and and overall and i'm glad you mentioned that it, it typically it's it's uh, a lot heavier than uh what holland kings is uh you know yeah. it's uh, metalcore heavy metal different bands like that um so it really caught my eye when you guys one were brave enough to submit your music to <laughs> space zebra um two you were not the norm and, uh, you know, so that's how I discovered Holland Kings was through 
uh, the Space Zebra show. And, uh, you know, like I said, I love all genres. I'm not just metalcore, you know, heavy metal. I like it all. So good, good rock and roll I can appreciate. So um, kind of takes me back to the old school jamming the 5.0 with my dad and doing <laughs> stupid stuff we probably shouldn't be doing. But um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah great community that is uh just watching the episodes and like how supportive other bands are of each other and i'm on their discord and everything it's just like that's a great thing they got going and it's great for unsigned bands and smaller acts and whatnot absolutely and and uh what a couple years ago it was almost like a um feast or famine you know like nobody supported your band it was like oh i'm trying to get my band on here yeah and now it's like you, you see these bands like hey congratulations you won let's team up let's do a collab let's do different things like let's work together and um i'm a big proponent of that like we work together everybody rises you know Hell like, yeah, yeah. Just battle right. each other and you know yeah it's battle for the big stage but at the same time you know it's one big, one big happy family most of the time. I'm sure there's, you know, there's a little dysfunction in it, at, oh, you know, at times. Absolutely, but. everybody's got to have a little dysfunction <laughs> yeah. in the family. You, you might want to punch your, you know, your friend in the face sometimes, but yeah, I saw you know. a couple mean comments about us, but whatever. Right. <laughs> if anything, it gives us thick skin because sometimes you're always going to have those people that are negative. There's a lot of positivity too, which was great, but I think that was the thing too. You just kind of gotta. Just go with the flow. You're gonna have people have people not like it. And thanks, Brandon. I mean, honestly, Brandon's the one that's been taking care of all this. He's been entering us in this kind of stuff, and he's really ultimately the reason why we're getting you know, foot in the door in some of these places too. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great experience. So, uh, you know, folks, let's uh, take a moment and uh, you know celebrate Brandon for all his hard work. Cheers. But uh, yeah, that's, and it's not easy. There's a lot of work behind the scenes that uh, we don't know about. So, yeah, that in and of itself was a learning curve for me. I mean, I'd be at work and I wouldn't be doing work. I'd be doing band things. And Dave and I, we work together and he'd be like, what are you doing? I was like, listen, I got to submit us to these festivals, man. We, we got to play them, you know, whether I heard back or not. It's just like putting the name out there. Somebody Again. sees it and they like it. Like cover me for like ten minutes so I can yeah. get this done. <laughs> Let know. me know if somebody's coming around the corner. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get carried away and be eight hours a day. I'm just honkings, honkings. Like damn it, you know. Yes, I, I mean I'm I'm with you sometimes. I like I I get so tied up with promos and different things I do. I'm just like, I really don't want a full time job, but I gotta have one. Yeah, it yeah. really yeah. is. It's like a, it's like a full time job, really, to stay on top of that. You know, so it, it's pretty understandable why these bigger bands have somebody that just that's what they do is their PR and social media. And it's obviously, you know, a lot of bands don't have that luxury. So it's it's a grind in itself, not only the music aspect of things, but yeah, the social media and reaching out and contacting people and making things happen. Yeah, all that marketing. I, I kind of had to take a step back of it from it because I was becoming a little too obsessed with the numbers like spot and like, oh, we dropped down like. 20 people this month i got i got to email more people and he's just like dude you're getting lost in the sauce lost in the sauce baby. lost in the sauce <laughs> like dude and we're all guilty that, of it you know like i appreciate it but you gotta you know balance take, take some yeah. time for yourself i was like playing less guitar i was like i gotta email people man 
Yeah, and we're all guilty of that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still guilty of it. I mean, I get sucked into it, and I'm, you know, five hours later, I'm like, damn, it's one a.m. Yeah. Well, you know, let me get some sleep before I got to go back to work. So, right. um, yeah, it's a, a crazy world out there in the music industry for sure. But yeah, um, ever evolving. Yeah, got to hustle. And uh, so, yeah, I got uh, something in the works for uh, you know bands out there. Uh, it's going to be bands only, uh, you know, instead of only fans, uh, bands only. So like, you can stand there with your guitar in front of your junk, you know, and, you know, people can pay five ninety nine a month to see, you know, different, you know, scenarios, different videos, you know, different, whatever you want to post type of deal. So listen, that man chick said we were a sexy band. So maybe uh, we'll sign up for that. Front uh, band, that's your duty. But there you go, Maxwell. Maxwell. Uh, there you go, Max. Just hold the, hold the microphone in the pole. <laughs> <laughs> That would be five ninety nine a month, please. <laughs> but uh, as a relatively new band, uh, obviously not a new band, but you know you were a cover band prior, and um, you know coming in at, at an, a time when the world was just so crazy, what are some of the difficulties that you had experienced trying to form a, you know, trying to form Holland Kings, trying to get the music out? trying to write, trying to do all that during a pandemic? Um, Other than beating your head on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting each other sick. Um, we kept a very closed off group where all of us, I don't think we hung out with anybody else outside of our immediate family. And like, at least for me, I had to hang out with family and stuff because of what I had personally going on. Um, that was a struggle. Max and I, we'd get together writing songs virtually, which was, that was new. Cause you know, writing in this band was, it's, uh, you know, anybody can come up with an idea. Nate, our drummer, he could come up with a, I forgot to mention Nate too. Nate, Nate LaPou is our drummer. He's amazing. He's a character. We always uh, forget about the drummer. So. <laughs> we Usually it's a bass player. Usually it is a bass player. Sorry, Dave. Um, so writing, Nate could come up with a groove and we just feed off of it. We feed off each other in a room. That's how we'd write songs. So it was, it was weird in that way. It's like, I'd come up with a riff, I'd send it a voice memo or something, or we'd share it on the, a Google drive. And then Max and I would start writing lyrics either together or separately. And then we'd bring Dave and Nate into it. And it was just like, the virtual aspect was weird. It's cause it's like, we're we're close friends. We're close band. Like we all grew up in the same town outside of Cleveland and stuff. And I've known Max since we were 14 years old and stuff. Known Dave for seven years, Nate for as long as, you know, the band actually had a class in high school with him. We didn't really know each other, but yeah. So just the being wary of each other's like, I don't want to get you sick, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember I was like stuck in the house for like three months. I was like, I am not leaving. <laughs> and and I, I used to read the news like like faithfully every morning. I'd wake up, have a cup of coffee, read the news, go to work. And like I just spiraled out, you know, I spiraled out of control just reading it. So I had to cut the news out. I was like, all right, if I'm going to get sick, I'm going to get sick. Let me not freak out about it. Right. And, um, you know, just keep going forward. So. Yeah, it's, it's always, um, I mean, it's crazy just to hear so many different stories about the pandemic, you know, and it's probably over, 
overplayed, I guess you could say, you know, I mean, we all talk about it, but it, at the same time, it can make or break, you know, break a band. I've seen a ton of bands fold, you know, during the pandemic and I've seen a ton of bands just uh, excel. So, yeah. And then another thing I, was like beginning of 2020, we had all these shows lined up and then we were supposed to go to New York city and play a show and record direct to vinyl in Brooklyn and do all these cool things and just make all these crazy memories and stuff. And we had, bunch of shows booked around cleveland with bands that we eventually got to play with but we're so looking forward to playing with because like we just you know respect them one of them was smith and company from what i remember in among the willows those both those guys just killer bands and great friends of ours and it's just like things that got delayed and whatnot so it was that I, think, I think one thing that helped out with it though is the fact that it you know kind of led us to sit back and have time to analyze things, have time to go to the studio, have time to like finesse our songs, um, which if this didn't happen, I feel like maybe we would have just been so gung-ho about gig, gig, gig festival, and maybe not even ahead time to sit back and put out our album and things like that. So in a way, that's like one you know positive outlook of the whole situation. So you really had the time to, to dial it in and... and you know, crank it up. So, um, mm-hmm. and this is going to be a trick question. Um, it could be past or present. Um, it's, it's kind of like a two part question. Um, who, what made you pursue music, you know, artist or, um, uh, you know, how did you get into music? Simple as that. And then, um, if you could, what artist would you want to collab with or perform on stage with? Max, you go first. <laughs> So I started a long time ago. I mean, my dad was a musician. So as soon as I can get get a guitar in my hand, get a keyboard, you know, on my lap, I was playing. So that was my biggest influence. And just growing up with him, listening to his, you know, influences, listening to the radio is really what got me into music. And then fast forward that to the present. Right now, if I had to collab or play on stage or anything like that, I think my biggest influence now is like Marcus King. Um, he's getting really big, even like three, four years ago when I was listening to him, he was not as big as he is now and he's just excelling. So I feel like that's a big inspiration for me. For me, I started playing guitar a little later than, I don't know, I consider most people. I started when I was 19. Um, and John Mayer was the reason I picked up the guitar. My buddy, we're coming back from like a track meet or something. And he played slow dancing in the burning room. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, I was kind of dabbling with guitar. It was, I was like, eh, yeah, it's kind of fun, whatever. You know, playing a couple cover songs, learning little pieces and parts. And then I heard that. I was like, oh, no, this is what I want to do forever. Like, it was that clear for me. And I remember telling my parents, I'm like, I don't want to do school anymore. Like, I don't want to do college or anything. You know, like, I'm going to become a musician. Like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> So that, that was clear as day. It was just like a light bulb went off in my head. And my dad is a musician, my uncle, and they have a band called Pieces of Eight, and they're a cover band into like Chicago and Southside Johnny, Bruce Springsteen, that kind of stuff. And they have a brass section in it. So like I grew up around that, not really interested in it, probably because my dad was doing it. So I was like, I don't want to do what he's doing. But eventually I got the bug and I just haven't looked back since. Yeah, it was uh, Trombone Donnie, and that didn't last very long. So. 
Yep, a short-lived uh, musical career there. So, but uh, we are at that time, folks. We are about ready to wrap up this episode of the Sloppy Syndicate with Holland Kings. Uh, you can check them out at hollandkings.com. Upcoming tours, they will have merch coming up soon. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, all the major platforms, you can check them out. Uh, you may see them on Battle of the Bands in the future. Uh, if you are near them, definitely check out a show. And uh, any final departing words for the fans out there? Uh, thanks for having us, White Trash Donnie. I appreciate it. Um, thanks to everybody who's listened to our music, ever supported us, liked us on Facebook, followed us on Instagram. Any sort of just, you know, love. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. And I look forward to uh, seeing what uh, is next in your... What am I... See, I can't even talk. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm on vacation mode already. But um, yeah, so after a 2020, 2021, after such huge success, I can't wait to see what comes in 2022 and beyond for Holland Kings. Uh, definitely check them out. And uh, until next time, folks, keep it sloppy. And I hope we uh, pleasured your ear holes just a little bit. <laughs>